You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It's Tuesday, February 23rd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. It seems counterintuitive, but some COVID tests can't pick up on certain variants in their results, and labs are using those very same tests to flag if you might have the UK variant. If tests come back positive for COVID-19 but fail a specific section of the test, that could be an indicator that someone is infected with the UK strain. Brianna Abbott, health reporter at the Wall Street Journal, joins us for how some tests are being used to flag different COVID variants. Thanks for joining us, Brianna. Thanks for having me. We're uh, seeing that there's a, a handful of COVID tests that in one way can help flag these new variants that we're seeing out there. In another way, they can't. So there's this handful of tests that can't really detect a certain part of the UK variant. But in these tests where we see that this one little component might be missing, they're actually able to tell that it is this variant that is indeed the one that has infected the person. So, Brianna, tell us a little bit about what we're seeing with these uh, tests and how some of them are able to flag this UK variant. So it's a little counterintuitive. Right. But, um, so basically the way that it works is, as far as we know right now, the vast majority of COVID tests still work just fine on the variant. So if you're infected with the virus, that that happens to be a variant, like the test will still come up as a positive. But um, for just a handful of the tests, one section of the test isn't working for the UK variant. So a lot of these tests actually have multiple different parts. In one instance, this one test that we're talking about from Thermo Fisher Scientific actually has three different parts where it searches for three different chunks of the virus's genetic material. Now, in the UK variant, there's actually a section of the genetic code in the spike protein area, which is something that folks may have heard of. It's one of the proteins that hangs on the surface of the virus. That part of the genetic code, some of the tests can no longer pick that up. But the thing about that is it's actually more of a benefit than a detriment in some situations. Because if you're looking at these test results and you see that one section of the test isn't working, but the two other sections still work, you can say that looks funny and that might actually be one of the variants that we're looking for. This is really important. There's been a ton of calls for more 
genetic sequencing, more surveillance of these variants, because we need to know what's circulating. This has to do with all sorts of things, vaccines, tweaks to those things as well. So it's important to know what's going on here. And one failure in these tests is important. They're all clues to what's moving around. Now, these tests in question, these are the PCR tests. They're not like the rapid response tests or anything like that, right? Yes, that's correct. These tests in question from this uh, specific lab right now, what are they doing to either change the test? Are they just kind of going through with the ones that they have and just kind of uh, flagging the ones that don't mark all three sections? The company, um, which is sort of this big diagnostics company, is working on a software update that will go along with the test that will sort of more easily flag when something like this occurs so laboratories can see it and then send it off for sequencing. And they're also sort of working on a new test that is able to specifically identify some of the key variants that we're looking for. And sort of just to, to be clear about sort of what these tests are doing is they're slightly separate from the genomic sequencing, which sort of analyzes the genome of the virus that can sort of help figure out the variant that it is. Infectious disease experts say that we're going to need a lot more of surveillance and genomic sequencing in general to keep track of these variants and that the fluke in sort of these tests is helpful to a certain extent, but it definitely can't get the job done by itself. And we sort of need wider screening on a whole. And there's no cause for concern for many people. As you mentioned, if you have coronavirus, the tests are still going to pick that up. This has to do with kind of the variant and the way the tests work in targeting the spike protein that's the thing in, in, in the case right with this. So of all the tests that are authorized looking at the virus's genetic material, about 85% of those don't target the spike protein. So the majority of tests are, are going to be good enough to go through and, and get accurate results at least. So a lot of these tests that are authorized right now, there is a risk that, you know, the virus could mutate and some of the tests become less sensitive. Like just like with vaccines and therapeutics, that's something that's on the table. But because that's on the table, we've known that the entire time just because, you know, viruses mutate and spread. And so a lot of these tests look for multiple sections of the virus sort of as a way to combat the potential for mutation. So like a lot of the robustness is sort of built right into the way that these tests are designed. But you're absolutely correct. A lot of the mutations for variants, not just with the UK variant, but with the one from South Africa as well, a lot of the mutations have happened on the spike protein. And a lot of the diagnostic tests, both the molecular ones and the rapid antigen ones, don't actually look for the spike protein. They look for other sections of the genome or a different protein. So a lot of them aren't going to be affected by the mutations that we're seeing so far. And going back to what you were saying about surveillance and sequencing of the of the genomes and all, the Biden administration has said that the CDC is going to invest about $200 million to scale up this stuff. Any other things that the administration is looking forward to doing on this front? The CDC sort of first tried to launch a national surveillance system for this viral sequencing sort of back in November when we sort of realized that these variants of concern were cropping up. In the U.S., we're pretty far behind sequencing compared to somewhere like the U.K., which identified its variant sort of because of its robust sequencing. We don't actually know sort of all of the variants that might be circulating in the U.S. right now just because we really haven't been looking for them. So that's something that public health experts are really sort of keen to gear up on. The Biden administration sort of is on board, like we said, with, with the money from the CDC to do this. So it's definitely something that health officials are pushing for as we start to continuously see this virus mutate and change sort of as it continues to spread.
Brianna Abbott, health reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next-day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.